I mean, that actually added to the illusion, didn't it? It did. Well, 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 good evening, John. Good evening, Ben. How are you? Yes, I'm, I'm, I'm as well as can be. My back is absolutely killing me, and I just had an IBS attack. But other than that, oh. I'm all dandy. Excellent, excellent. People of the troll room, I come to you asking for, again, help and assistance in this our time of need. How's the audio? I think I need to move across a bit. There we go. Can you move your Sentiment. mic a touch closer, John? Mm. Oh, that's, that's... Other than that, yeah, Whoa. you know. What the hell happened there? Oh, right. Oh, what? How do I look? Oh, how, how do I sound? Because this is the first time I'm not doing this show on 5G. Right. We're on a cable. Right, people. People of the troll room, speak to me now. Well, they're, they're saying audio fine. Audio yeah, fine. Is that better, right? So who was that? That was Andrew. Andrew, is it? I'll take it from Andrew because he was the one that brought it up. Is it better, Andrew? Yep. Is it loud enough? Is it? Everyone's saying Andrew. Oh, come, come on, good. Andrew. Spit it out, mate. Come on, you can do it. Yeah, loads of people. Lo loads of loads of people have said it's good. Loads right. of people have okay. said it's good. And remember, chat room. If you want to get us to get to your chat for sure by the end of the show, uh, hit that super chat button and make sure you get your messages in because we will be coming to the chat at the end. Uh, speaking of at the end, somebody at the end of her career has just received a damehood, hasn't no. she, John? She's not really at the end of her career. Just because she filed and, you know, she's packed in one role. I mean, she got another job, a top job straight away in the UK. Did she not? Yeah. Yeah, she uh, has got a damehood, hasn't she? Um, I didn't realise you, you could give damehoods to horses. Well, well, John, you know, all I had to do was go up to the Royal Paddock, eat an apple, and go, nay! <laughs> you eat an apple from 50 feet. <laughs> Imagine getting a snog <laughs> off it. <laughs> it, would be like, it would be like, you know, you know, you know when Alien, the Xenomorph, comes out and goes, <laughs> Imagine kissing it, that's what it would be like. I, I mean, obviously, I'm 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 not I'm not a well I'm not a wealthy man. I don't have a lot a lot of money. However, um, there's not any amount that you could give me to partake in in such an act, John. <laughs> Willingly, anyway. It's certainly challenging, hasn't it? <laughs> Andrew said she's like Dean Gaffney with lipstick. <laughs> I think Dean Gaffney's better looking, to be fair. Mm, um, perhaps, perhaps. Um, what do uh, what do people think of the new studio? I don't say it just looks exactly the same. <laughs> uh, John. Yeah, Ben. It looks exactly the same. Oh damn! Does it? <laughs> hey, hold on. Let me show you it in full screen because you get a better appreciation for it. I think. Oh, look, he's putting himself full screen yes. already. He's going. Oh, that, look at does me! Does that not look better? Oh, look, look at me, look, look at my at, studio, look, look at, at my flags. Is that better? Yeah, right, yeah. Yeah, the, the, the latitude calculator is there. It's just you can't quite see it. It's just off screen. But, um, yeah. And if you're going to ask him where stuff is, where's them bloody likes? I mean, look at that. 
Look at that! <gasps> Eleven... Oh my god, I feel quite ill! Yeah, I do too! <laughs> I feel ill! <laughs> I mean, come on now, guys, come on! This is this is not how we do things here! This is not how we do things <laughs> here! <laughs> how do we do things? Yeah, so... I don't um, know, just not like that! So when is the king's birthday? Is it the same time as the queen's birthday was? Once again, I don't know. Who cares? <laughs> Who cares? Are you are you going to be celebrating Charlie Boy's birthday, John? No. <laughs> Why would I? No. No, you're not. No, you are not. So, bit of housekeeping out of the way with, like I said... Um, we, we come to the chat a lot less during the show now. Uh, we will come to the chat and go over some messages at the end of the show. But if you want to guarantee that you get your message read out or, or answered or whatever, then feel free to chuck in a little super chat there and it will stick and we will be able to access it for sure. Um, also, also, um, we love you all. We love you dearly. And, uh, do we even it's love the people on Twitter? I, I mean, I suppose so. But we only, love them. we only love them for 30 minutes. <laughs> for, for 30 minutes, because at half past nine, people on Twitter, you're done. You are done. You're and if you out. want to continue watching the best talk show in the UK, then you need to uh, go to the YouTube channel. And uh, evangelise also. Send people out to... to to come and join us. Also, the second channel, The Real Review, is getting a bit of love over these past couple of days. It's had nope, a, nope. a couple more subscribers, and lots of people are watching my weekend. I went to the fun fair with the family, and I vlogged it, and I put it out on the channel. So, and you what, can... Uh, that's, um, that, that's very good. That's very good. Um, what did uh, what did you think of the, uh, of the, United, the, the Armed Forces of Ukraine's advert, Ben? <laughs> <sighs> I mean, quite, I mean, there's a couple of things in it. I'm not quite sure what was going on. I don't know how they managed to get Fernando Alonso to play a role in it, but they seem to have done that quite well. But apart from that, see the bird in the green dress, right? Either, either she wasn't wearing pants or she's wearing black pants. <laughs> either way. It's, that's a mistake when you're wearing a big green dress and you're going to be flashing your your nether nunu's regions, you know? And then the whole Bollywood thing, what's all that about? When did Ukrainians become Bollywood fans? Uh, hey. uh, when, when they wanted to create a nice little production for everybody. They want to create a nice little production. Hey, <laughs> enjoy the silence, Depeche Mode and all of that. It's nearly as cringy. Right, as the silence thing as well. And what was that like with the F-16s at the end? So, did you hear what the Netherlands, and, and we're, we're going off on a tangent here, but did you hear what the Netherlands said about the F-16s that they were going to send Go to Ukraine? It. Yeah, we, well, we're going to send F-16s to Ukraine once they have reached their expiry date and we can't use them anymore. <laughs> So you're getting forty-year-old airframes. <laughs> Go on, knock yourself out. And who's going to fly them? 
Who's going to fly I'll them? Jet conversions don't take a couple of weeks. Right, okay. Somebody give me Flight Simulator for the PS5. Right, I'll learn... I'll learn on Flight oh, Simulator, you, and, and then I'll do it. You you could go out I'll, there. Uh, you could become... I'll do it. You could be the next Ghost of Kiev. I could become the Ghost of Kiev. <laughs> Literally. <laughs> I'll do it. I'll do it. <coughs> Excuse me. Right. And with that, with, with yeah. my offer on the table, John, introduce the show. I'd like to welcome everyone to this, episode 224 of Chasing Descent Live, with me, John, and with Ben. I got a lot of shit to say, so I'ma do this every day. I'll be writing things until I'm fucking buried in my grave. Well, there you go. So, there you go. Indeed, I was... first. Well, while we're on the subject of um, the subject of uh, things that are carrying on down Ukraine way, what about um, let's branch off slightly let's go to nato what about <laughs> richie sunak <coughs> evangelizing ben wallace for nato's top job see i thought yeah Bor- well boris was originally slated for this yeah boris was never gonna get it was he let's face it boris is too tainted yeah boris is too for any position that's not publicly elected boris is too tainted now for a position that <coughs> is publicly elected i actually think he could probably walk it because i don't know why but the public love him and okay. i say that as as a fact i don't know why that is a fact in fact i'm going to ask my guest on thursday but from the channel, we got a problem because he covers politics heavily and he covers the Tories and, and, and things like that. And I'm going to ask him for his perspective as to why the hell people love this man. Because because he's he's done a fantastic job of, of creating a persona of a bumbling fool who is, yeah. who is you know, the kind of middle England. But he's not. I mean, the, the one of the guys in American... He's a natural-born American. He could have ran yes, for president, is. which is something Obama could... Oh, no, Obama could. Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean. But anyway, <laughs> so he's a natural-born American. Um, he's he's obviously of dual citizenship because his parents were English, I believe. But he's a toff. He's a, he's, I mean, he has nothing but a toff and... He's crafted this persona of being a man of the working class, and he's so far from it, it's unbelievable. But as you say, people have been taken in, and people love him. And maybe it's a case of, you know, maybe the public... And you know, somebody said today the public aren't as daft as you think they are. Well, maybe they are. Maybe they're dafter than you think they are. Maybe they're too easy to hoodwink. I think they're extremely daft, personally speaking, and that's because um, collectivism is something that is deeply rooted within the general public. And they would like to think that they're all individuals, and they would like to think they're all individualists, and they like to think they all believe in individual rights. But if the last three years have taught us anything, it's that the British public... uh, And we we should have known it. The red flag should have been how... Okay, one major red flag... 
that shows that Britain are collectivists. We're known for queuing. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah, I suppose so. Yeah, yeah. I, I was speaking to somebody the other day, and they went, "Oh, yeah, you Brits love a queue, don't you?" I was like, "Yeah, <laughs> I suppose so." I, I suppose we, that that should have been a major red flag, everybody. That if Brits see see like a door that's closed, and maybe there's an opening time, and they want to go in, they'll form an orderly line. They'll just naturally they'll form an orderly line. They'll get in line and Except they'll just get ready and they'll wait. They don't. They don't queue on train platforms, though. There's no. Nobody queues them. There's no order orderliness on train platforms. It's every man for himself. Well, I'll tell you exactly why that is because there's more than one entrance. Yeah. So they get confused. Where do I go? Where? Do you, <laughs> what? What part shall I get on? I tell you the other thing. The other thing that that really caused consternation the first time I went on one of them was, um, and I, I mean I've never gone on them again because I just I loathe the man that runs them and I loathe the airline as a whole, which was Ryan, because mm. they didn't mm. give you a signed seating. <laughs> I tell you what, people uh, were sprinting across the tarmac to the planes so they could sit together. The whole thing's ridiculous. I'll tell you what, I've flown on EasyJet maybe 10 times in the last yeah, three right. or four years. Yeah. And all of these people that moan about them, I've, I've touched wood and I'm probably just mm. absolutely doomed myself. Yeah. But I've never had an issue with e them. EasyJet's... Never. In my experience, a far superior airline to Ryanair. But the, like all the small operators, they suffer from the problem if something goes wrong, like there's fog at an airport, right? and a couple of flights get cancelled, they don't have any bigger planes to put on. So the problem is they can't clear the backlog quickly, and that's how they end up cancelling flights or people not getting back home till like 4 o'clock in the morning and things like that when they should have been in at 10. But, you know... I'll tell you what, when I, when I went to Paris a few weeks ago, obviously I went on the train. I, I went... I went all the way. I went to I went to London, then I went on the London Underground, and I tell you what, the London Underground on a mobility scooter is an experience. It, it is an experience. Uh, not I, an experience I'd like. Well, I was able to. Uh, thankfully, I was able to use my scooter and my scowl as a threatening weapon. How'd you get It's Lifts. Have they got lifts? Some do, some don't. So you've got to get on and off at the right stations. But some are accessible and some aren't. Like, for example, London Bridge. When I arrived at London Bridge, I couldn't go straight down to the underground. I had to go down the road to Borough Market and use the Borough Market entrance uh, into the station because that's where the lift was. But when I got to St Pancras, it was just straight up. But... Um, but no, when you're down there and there's a load of people crowding around you and it's sort of... 8.30 in the morning on a Sunday, you think it's not going to be that busy. It is that busy. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm just sitting there on this big device with a suitcase between my legs, scowling at people. Don't you fucking dare. Yeah, I think the resting, the resting, the resting bitch face does quite work. Does work quite well yeah. on the underground. <laughs> you, can, you, can, you, can, you can throw out those thoughts. You can throw out your intentions and believe me i was uh, so that's um, me so 
let's uh, shall we get back to the news, shall we? Um, I think yeah. was. there's not much more to say about it. The guy's a bit of a. I don't like him. Um, I don't understand why you'd want him in charge of NATO because what does he really, really know? I mean, defence ministers. What do just, any just, of them well, know? None of them know anything. So why would you not be better putting a military person in charge of NATO? You know, I mean, the guy that that Jen Stott's is he not a general? Was he not a Norwegian general or something? Yeah. The guy that's there just now or whatever it is. So why why would you want to put a politician in charge of a military organisation? Even though it's a coalition of a military organisation, you should still think, you know, maybe it should be a military person in charge of it. But, hey, who am I? Who am I to opine on whether politicians should be in positions of power or not? Uh, especially unelected ones. I don't think they should. Uh, so before we do move on, John, uh, we were talking just before the show. We were talking just before the show, and I thought we could add a tech news segment to the uh, to the show just here. Because you you've got that. some. Oh no! Yeah, because I'm going to make you repeat to them what you repeated to me. Uh, are you talking about WWDC? And for those that don't breaking know, breaking news, means, John. That means Apple's worldwide developer conference, and they do this. They do this kind of developer conference thing, and they break news of products that they're going to be bringing forward. Yep. So they came up. Tim Cook is awful. He's just awful. He's he's no Steve no Jobs. No charisma. He's getting no, no charisma. You know, he has all the charisma of an accountant. Oh, hold on. He is an accountant. <laughs> right. So so anyway, he does that. Oh, there's one more thing. And oh my God. I thought, I thought this was a wind-up. I thought, is this have we slipped back in time? Is it April the first? Because they have got this thing called Apple Vision Pro. Mm-hmm. It looks like a set of cheap ski goggles. <laughs> and it appears to be some kind of HUD device. And you've got all these clouds walking about with these ski goggles on. <laughs> these these icons in front of them and they're doing stupid touch gestures and stuff and sitting in the couch watching movies and the, with their ski goggles and the kids are coming up and getting something to eat and the guy's winking at them through his ski goggles it's just like ridiculous you're gonna laugh you, I mean see if I see anyone in the street I will just end myself I'll just be laughing and laughing and laughing because you're gonna look ridiculous if you walk down the street like that so these are AR goggles, not VR goggles, so you can see through them. Um, they're AR go goggles, oh. but they can like project video and stuff in front of your eyes whilst you're walking along. So basically, I was just watching the little video here while he was talking about it. And essentially, the guy's sitting there in his ski goggles, and a little kid comes up to him, and he's just like, right, uh, I'm looking at my kid, YouTube. Straight in front of me eyes. Oh, I can watch YouTube now. Don't have to watch my kid. I mean, the concept is... It's dystopian, first of all, I oh, would say. Google Glass. Google Glass, Glass came up with the idea first. Yeah, but Google Glass got cancelled very quickly, didn't it? Yeah, because it, it never went to mass production. Nobody's interested in it. Nobody's going to walk about looking like a complete and utter idiot unless no, they're a complete and utter idiot. No, you're, I mean, you're, you'll get people I, I in mean, America doing it. You know, like San Francisco nerds and Silicon Valley and all that. Right, but well, that's what you got. All, that's exactly what you got with Google Glass. 
Well, I was going to say, first of all, I actually want a pair of Google glasses. I, 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 they're, they're far more stylish. And I want them for the built-in camera so that I can film things I'm not supposed to film. Yeah. Right? Um, and, and then I can watch it all back on my Google Glass and make sure my footage is all good without having to do much. First of all, they looked better. The Google Glass looked way better. You've got to admit that. Um, yeah, well, they looked like something out of Star Trek. They looked something that was plausible and you could get away with wearing, right? And second of all, the price point was way lower on Google Glass than this. This is four and a half grand. Yeah. This is a four and a half grand pair of ski goggles, John. Yeah, but it's, um, it, it, it's targeted at rich lefties. So they'll pay so, yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna say the Apple fanboys and the Apple fangirls will pay four and a half grand to look like a twat just because it's got an Apple logo on the side. They will. <laughs> of course, they, they will. <laughs> They're gonna get mocked mercilessly. I just. I yeah. can't believe anyone would. It's the kind of thing. You know. You know what's gonna. It's gonna end up. There's gonna be a niche product. Okay. Hmm? It's gonna be bought by sad, lonely lefties that live in basements. And they're not going to show it to their mother because they're only ever going to use it in tandem with a single sock. <laughs> I can go on the hub now without having to turn on the computer. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's like I'm in the room. <laughs> <laughs> Oh Jesus God! But you know what? It's gonna happen. Well, of course, it's happen. gonna yeah. happen. Yeah, of course it will. The first thing most people that buy that is going, they're gonna do. They're gonna go home and access the hub. We all know it. Come yeah. on. Yeah. Wow. Uh. Wow. It's it's so real. It's... <laughs> and, and next year, Apple will break out. Uh, an accessory, and they'll call it something <laughs> like they won't call Apple it. Feel. No, they'll, they, they, yeah, they, they might call it something like you know, so, something like Fuel Pro or something like that. Yeah, yeah. They, they wouldn't go down the route of calling it, you know, Apple Flesh, like <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the eye sock. <laughs> the eye sock. That's a good one. The eye sock. <laughs> Oh, have you got your Apple Vision Pro? Because next year you'll want the eye sock. <laughs> but I, t I, t I tell you, I tell you what though, Apple don't allow open source developers to use their stuff, do they? Or, no. or to, to well, so, no, um, yeah, not really. No, no, no. They they tightly control everything. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Unlike Android, who are just like go nuts. Do what you want. Yeah, but um, you can under see those pros and cons for both sides here because, yeah, you get you get a lot of crap on Android. I mean, you get a lot of crap oh, yeah. that just doesn't work. Oh yeah. I mean, look at those webcam things we were trying with our phones. Some of them were awful, and they wanted money, you know, and and not insubstantial money like ten, twelve quid for an app, you know. Mm. I mean, and and the product was just rubbish. Rubbish. Yeah, but um, so you can understand that if you control the product, and we'll see the pro the good thing is, um, Apple controls everything, so they've got the hardware and the infrastructure. Now, now they've got the hardware with Apple Silicon, and they've just I think they've just replaced the last Intel based line, which was the Apple Pro. Yeah. 
Um, so that's uh, that's that's it for for Apple uh, for Intel. That's like gone. So I mean, um, Samsung still make their displays. Yeah, but a display's a display. But again, Apple Apple displays are peculiar in that they use a completely different pixels per inch than everyone else, and and that's another method of control because there's no point in going out and buying a 4K monitor for an Apple device. You know, you've got to buy a 5K one, or you've got to buy 1440p and just stick with a you know 27 is it 2760 by 1440 whatever yeah uh, sorry 2560 by 1440 so you, you've got to buy the right resolution if you want the device to look really good and for everything to be sharp and but it's again yeah. it's part of the control and if you buy into that ecosystem it works really well you know you can't you can't mock them from that and their new apple silicon is is light years ahead of what Intel's producing now. It just seems to be so fast with so little power drain, which is, you know, a big thing in this day and age when electricity prices are stupid. I mean, you've got, like, that that Mac Mini will pull, like, 60 watts. I mean, my PC PC won't even start with 60 watts. It'll be, like, 600 before the thing's up and running, you know? Um, So, yeah, you, you can't mock them from that point of view, but they, you pay for it. You pay for it. But oh. then again, you always pay for quality. Oh, yeah. But because they tightly control their ecosystem and they tightly control their hardware, uh, they're not going to be able to capitalise on the more seedy aspects of what their Apple Vision Pro could... could uh, Because they won't do it, OK? They, yeah. they won't... Whereas yeah, they, won't, if, if... they won't. But although, as part of their... Um, as part of the... WWDC thing. They um they they had Disney on. They had Bob oh, J- right. Bob JPEG was on, I think. Well, do you mean Bob Iger? Because JPEG's been oh, there. Oh, sorry, right. He's gone. Uh, Igo, Bob Igo. Is the all called Iger. Bob? Uh, are they all yeah, called they're, Bob? they're all called they're all called Bob. Yeah. Yeah. So Bob Iger was on, um, because this a hundred years of Disney or something. Yep. Yeah. So the, there he was bleating his gums about we're always trying to find new ways of entertaining and informing you hold on Disney it's not your job to inform us you're just an entertainment company you know just make movies that people actually want to watch and you, you yeah, might don't do, do that a half decent job I'm, I'm still I'm still resisting going to see The Little Mermaid I know I've got to review it I know I've got to do it nobody's going I mean, to force I do. you I do because it's content for the other channel, but uh, I just don't want to. And what does that say for somebody who spent half his life in a Disney theme park? I don't want to see it. Um, I don't want to see a lot of their movies anymore. Actually. The last thing that I, I really gave my time to from them entertainment wise was that new Tim Allen Santa Claus series last year, because it was pretty good. To be honest, did I watch that? Yeah, you did. Yeah, I thought the Santa Claus is. Yeah, I thought it was okay. Yeah, yeah, it was pretty good. Yeah, um, okay. You will. I'll give oh. credit where credit's due. But otherwise, much like with uh, Bud Light and with Target, who's both are ruined financially because of the, these boycotts, uh. absolutely ruined. Um, Go woke, go broke, as they say. Well, and unfortunately, that's what they say. And it does appear to Disney... be. It does appear to be something that does tend to happen. 
doesn't it? It looks like it looks like the Little Mermaid's not going to make a profit. Oh, that's sore. Uh, that's really. They sore. were they were hanging on it. I mean, remember, China is the biggest market in movies oh, with over two billion like people. China won't like it. Yeah, it didn't even bring in like forty million dollars. No, it's opening it's weekend. China's like. Well, you know what China's like? They're basically... They're racist. They're racist. Yeah, let's, let's call a spade they're, a spade, China. Oh, they're racist. racist. Yeah. I'll tell you what Disney did. I'll tell you, Disney actually did something to try and make the, the movie appeal to the Chinese market. You know, remember the Force Awakens poster where they shrunk oh, they the black guy they right down? Did they, they use a different... Go they, on. They, they, used, they used a picture of Ariel swimming up. Mm-hmm. And they made a blue. They made a blue. So, so the Chinese that did go and see it thought they were going to see Avatar. Well, <laughs> speaking of Avatar, Avatar Two's coming out for free on Wednesday. Well, free yeah, or on, on Disney, Disney Plus. Yeah, I helped. Uh, and I'm, I'm, I'm going to watch it because that was another one I avoided at the cinema. But I watch it in the in the, in the confines of my own well, home. I think. But anyway, right. Oh. Speaking of woke, right. Mm-hmm. Um, non-binary ex-Biden official Sam Brinton has been arrested for yet another Again? baggage theft. <laughs> Again? So apparently this is his third. Um, so apparently the airport police and the local sheriff's department went round to his house and um, arrested him. So he's been questioned about another uh, dodgy case theft thing. It sounds to me like this guy's a kleptomaniac. Yeah, it sounds he's to me old, like he's, he's got, he's he's got a problem. Yeah, he's got a problem. I mean, you remember, remember he stole the designer's case of clothes yeah. and was then spotted wearing them. Wearing the dress. <laughs> wearing the dress. <laughs> so, yeah, the guy the guy needs help. And, and it kind of reinforces some people's opinions that, you know, he, he may be mentally ill. Well, I would say that that definitely, in my in my unprofessional opinion, uh, but slightly well informed opinion, he's probably a kleptomaniac. Yeah. He probably has an obsession, uh, a problem where where he has a desire to steal things, and in particular. Yeah. Luggage. Um, <laughs> very odd thing to want to steal, but there we go. I'm not here to judge. Each to their own uh, wants and desires and stuff like that. And what really leads me to that opinion, for the most part, is that it's not like he can't afford it. No. He's not no. exactly poor. No, he's right? not. He's not. I mean, the whole thing's ridiculous. It's, it, 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 the guy needs professional help. Let's just call it that. Yeah? Um, yeah. Right, let's talk about... Let's talk about the biggie of today. The and biggie. I don't mean Dame, Dame Ardern. I'm talking about UBI. Right. You want to talk about universal basic income? Yeah. So they're going to do a trial in Central Jarrow and in East Finchley. Yeah. Um, so there's going to be a trial. People in England will be given... Uh, it's 30 people, by the way. So it's not a lot. Will be given one a £1,600 lump sum with no conditions every month for two years. So 
Look, first of all, let me explain to you the way universal basic income is supposed to work. What it's supposed to be is exactly that, a monthly lump sum with no conditions. So you can go out and earn as much as you like yep. on top of that and just stick that away as a nest egg, or you can choose to live off that. Now, I'm now, seeing... But, and let's just, let's just point this out. 1,600 quid as a lump sum is... Is a lot is, of money. Is... A, is, is Equivalent of maybe bringing in two, two thousand three hundred, two thousand four hundred quid a, a month. So you're talking about twenty one to twenty three, twenty twenty five to twenty seven grand a year, right? Yeah, because you're not paying tax on it. You're not paying national insurance on it. It's a no, lump sum. Lump sum. Okay, and obviously people will say, "Oh well, you know." It'll 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 recycle itself in taxation through things like uh, when you go out and purchase stuff and stuff. It won't, first of all. But um, and and in order to sustain something like this, your taxes would have to be so high that it would be completely void. I would say you would basically still be living in the poverty line. But it is like communism. It is basically communism, um, and well, what, it, it's complete. What do they call? What do they call Sweden? Um, they call it democratic socialism. Yeah, it's, but it, it, it's probably just a step beyond Swedish system. I mean, the Swedish tax system is quite high as well. Yeah, then so the Nordic model is not this, but it's it, it, there's there's a very large safety net when yeah. it comes to the Nordic model. Yeah. So you know, people largely do not go without. Um, but. I want to tell people because I've seen this I've seen this trending all day today and people losing their goddamn minds over it. Um I want to tell people to calm down to tell them this is not going to be this is going to go on the 30 people selected for this are going to receive this lump sum for 2 years every month for 2 years. This is the trial. Um and also lots of people seem to think this is being funded by the government and it's not. Okay, this is nothing to do with the government. This is a think tank, a private think tank that are doing this. Um, they're called Autonomy. They are funding it. They are putting it on. They are, they, are, they are running this. And they are doing it in order to try and convince the government to pay everybody else for it. And it's not going to work. Okay, so people getting their knickers in a twist right now because I've seen it all over Twitter. Communism is not here. A private think tank is giving 30 people 1,600 quid a month. And then they're going to try and convince the government that you should have that too. The government are going to laugh in their faces and say no. Okay? Because mm -hmm. that's yeah. how the governments work. <clears throat> so don't worry. Stop screaming. Stop shouting. Stop, stop trying to create something out of nothing here. And it really is nothing. Yeah, yeah, you okay. say that, but is is this like is this like the and uh, it's the very very thin edge of the wedge? Mm. But is it is it like is it like a slight nudge towards where they want to go, and then it See, just gets you know the it, that that edge gets under the skin, and then it just keeps on driving itself wider and wider. Is is that a possibility, or uh, does it suddenly then become? It's China, and um, I'm sorry, citizen, you're not getting your UBI this month because you See, failed to comply with your 15-minute city. I would say that um, that depends on who's in power, to be honest. 
realistically speaking. Do you think so? Because remember, what are the two aims of government? Control the population for their own nest. However, however, there are some, there are some who still hold on to what I would coin conservative small C uh, values. We are. Um, Some. (laughs) Some. They're few and far between now. They don't sit in the Houses of Parliament right now. No. But they they exist. Um, Nothing good. uh, Yeah, I'm I'm looking to the chat. uh, And I'm going to be completely honest with you. I just, there's no way to fund it. We couldn't fund it. So how how on earth would we possibly, possibly do this? Now, am I saying that something bad that controls you via finances is not going to happen? That's not what I'm saying. What you need to be more concerned about is a central bank digital currency. Yes. That I, is I, far more concerning than this trial. Yes, I would agree. Doing, away, do with you know cash, what? doing away with cash is definitely going to hurt everyone much quicker and much harder than than a UBI would and at some point in the future. Yeah, but the biggest differences between this trial of 30 people and the CBDC is the government are the ones actively doing the CBDC yeah, right yeah, now. Yeah. They here's are a, doing it. Here's a question for you. With a trial of 30 people, who, who devised this trial? Was it Albert Bourla? <laughs> I will extrapolate the data <laughs> and say this was a fantastic success. Yeah, yeah. I mean, what's a trial of 30 people? That's, you get nothing, you're going to get no statistical data from no. that. It's not a trial. It's, an, it's like a social experiment that's never going to be written up. Yeah, it is. It's a PR stunt because it's never going to... Yeah. There's no science coming out of this. No, you you, you can't PR make any fund. decisions based on it. It's it's crazy. But in this current form, this thing that people are screaming about in this current form, put it out of your minds for now, yeah. right? If something if something does come of it, then 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 I'm wrong and I'll eat my words. But I do not believe that this is really any concern. I believe. The concern is central bank digital currency. That is our current prime minister's bloody baby. Mm-hmm. And we really, really, really need to push back against that. And, you know, Boris Johnson himself, when he was prime minister, oh. the, the war on cash. Cash, war on uh, cash. Cop, cop why is there... I'll give you... I'll give you... I'll give you uh, I, I, they I, are I'm, tro- I'm going to have to stop you there, Ben. I'm going to have to stop you because I've just... I, I have to say, right... By putting that cable in, your picture quality is top freaking notch. Well, you've seen my speed. Yeah, yeah. No, but it should be. Unbelievable. You now look look as good as I do. Yeah, I mean, I always did, but thank you. Yeah, but but you're not, you're, you're pin sharp. It's it's much, much, it's a much better experience. And I'm glad it only took you, what? Four months or something to run a cable? Two, two, two and a half. Two and a half. <laughs> two and a half. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it's here. And it works. Good. Right. Sorry. Carry but, on. Carry on. But 
I want to give you a little bit of an anecdote. And it's not just the governments that are trying to force you out of using cash. And this is just a personal anecdote, right? So I'll just tell you, this is my personal experience. I went to Morrison's this afternoon, okay? There are, and I went to the self-scan checkout because all of the man checkouts were closed. So I really had no choice. They had none um, open? None. That doesn't none. sound right. They had two that looked like normal checkouts, but they're just self-scan with conveyor belts, mm. and uh, and then the bank of self-scans, right? Mm. So I went in. So I went into the self-scan, and there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. There's four on this side, five on this side. So there are nine of them. Right. Okay. And I, I, I the, look, card only, card only, card only, card only. So I turned around to the guy and I said, "Excuse me, are there any of these taking cash?" And he went. The one down on the far end on the right-hand side is the only one we let people pay cash into, so you'll have to wait. And so I had to stand there for 15 minutes. Get out To here. wait. Yeah, for 15 minutes. You know what minutes. I'd have done? I'd have just left my shopping and walked out and gone somewhere else. If I didn't have something that I needed, I would have done. No, there was I, nothing honestly. there that you needed that you couldn't get somewhere else. I would but, have yeah, walked all of out the... and left it lying there in the middle of the shop. That's what I, I can see that I'm, I, 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 I didn't realise I was big screen, but hey. you were big screen. <laughs> but 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 honestly, um, you are being nudged everywhere you go to not use cash. You are being, and it's being done in many ways, including. Uh, for your own good, man, I hate that term. For your own convenience. Oh, it's so much more convenient for you to not use cash. No, it's not. Well, you, you can't I love decide, using cash. You can't decide what's convenient for me. I decide what's convenient for me. Exactly. And there was a young there was a young woman behind me. I, I had a trolley full of stuff. There was a young woman behind me uh, with her little daughter, and they also needed to use the cash, but they only had one school dress, so I let them go in front of me because I thought yeah. it was an absolute... Yeah, I just said, yeah, go in front of me because I've got a trolley full. But it's ridiculous. And it's the same. I mean, when you go into these places, you know you can get the scanny guns to, to scan your own shopping as you go around. Yeah, um, I, I know you can get them, but I've never used them because I don't... They say at the, at, the, at, the, at, the, at the point where you pick them up, it says card only, right? But that's mm -hmm. not true. That's a lie. Okay. And you can pay cash using them because instead of going to the dedicated till for them, just go to one of the other tills. You can even take your scanning gun to somebody at the actual checkout and they just scan it on and you can pay them cash. But they don't want you to pay cash and so they tell you card only. They're lying to you yeah. because they want to nudge you into not using cash. Yeah. Um, and now that's how they'll get rid of it, by the way. Through convenience, they'll get rid of it by removing the option to use it in so many places. Yeah. Oh, it's yeah. so much more convenient to just tap me card, tap me card. And you should be extremely worried about this. You should be extremely worried about this because once cash is gone and they've got you in the throes of a central bank digital currency, they have control of your every transaction they can spy on your every transaction even if you lend gary a fiver for a pint of milk yep should we move on 
Yes, yes. Okay, um, so the Americans all went into a big tizzy yesterday because a jet flew over controlled airspace in Washington. Yeah, and then they... Uh... And then, well, they say they didn't shoot it down, they say it crashed. Uh, they, they probably caused it to crash. But um, it's almost certainly it's a, it, was a, it was a Cessna Citation, so private business jet. Do you remember the golfer? Do you remember the golfer where the everybody got hypoxia and died on flight because the there was a problem with the the air system? Yeah, it's almost certainly the same thing I would think um, that's happened there because it, so it I... turned around, right? So if they it either turned around seeking an airport because somebody was having a medical incident but then after it turned around it just kept going and didn't uh. there was nobody there was no response from it um it overflew restricted airspace but it just kept going and it, it's not as if it was looking like it was going to crash because it was at thirty four thousand feet so I, i'm pretty yeah. sure a very similar thing has happened and the people on it have all been dead before it crashed well um which is the, the actual only owner. grace for them the actual owners um, of the jets, the president of Encore Motors of Melbourne, uh, Barbara Rumpel and her husband, were not on board. No. So it was their daughter, their two-year-old granddaughter and, and the nanny. And do you know what? Because they are NRA members and Trump supporters, people are celebrating this on social media. No. That's oh yeah, sick. people are celebrating this because of because they are Trump supporters <sighs> and NRA members. Yeah, oh, that's just sick. Why do people? It do is that? sick. I mean, that's it's like remember when that guy's daughter got blown up in Russia, um, mm. and people, you know, people were saying, "Oh well, it doesn't matter," you know, and and of course it does because that was in that of course it terrorism. Does. It was, you know. It was. And, and, it was. And, and the thing, the thing that gets me is when, and and you you may accuse me of being a Russian apologist here, but when Ukraine attacks Russia and deliberately targets civilian populations, right? Like mm. for instance, when they sent the drones to a to to the area that Putin resides in. Okay, although it yeah. wasn't there when it happened, but. The area where he resides in is a residential district. So you are yeah. deliberately targeting civilians. I'm pretty sure yeah. that's a war crime. You know, I mean, yeah. it's not it's not collateral damage. You've actually gone out and targeted civilians. You've not uh, it's uh, not a strategic you know, target, you know? In the same breath, in the same breath, if Russia were to do the same and go and target civilian populations mm -hmm. in Ukraine, I would equally call that a war oh, crime. Definitely. See that, but and that's the thing because if Russia, if Russia sends a missile in and it gets shot down and lands in mm -hmm. a civilian population, that's not them deliberately targeting civilians. That's that no, is uh, collateral damage, and, and it's a horrible term. But that is actual collateral damage. The civilians have have died as a result of the ongoing war, but they were deliberately targeted. But they they died, and that, that's, that's shocking. But if if Russia sent out 
missiles and things to deliberately just hit civilian targets. Again, that would yeah. be, in my view, a war crime. Yeah, um, I, I agree with you. Um, it doesn't it, matter. It, I don't think it matters, Andrew, if there's an official declaration of war or not at this point, because effectively you have a de facto war and you have to abide by the rules such as there yeah. is um, unless you 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 know and and the thing is the, the thing is everybody just seems to be making stuff up on both sides you know yeah so you yeah. And you still don't know what's going on there because Fog of war yeah well, well look at look at this um the 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 big campaign that you the armed forces of Ukraine have got on going just now with their adverts and their and they're you know don't say anything because we won't tell you when we're going to do it, but we're going to do a counteroffensive. You know, it's like let's wait and see. Let's wait and see what happens. You know. So let me let me move to another story. Um, and in fact, I was put onto this story by by um, by Adam. I'm just going to quickly bring it up on my end. It's it's from BBC News. Oh, mm -hmm. it's from BBC News. Give me a second, because it's about a woman and a man who have. Um, let's go for. Let's just quickly search five G conspiracy. Who have oh, been, right. yeah. been jailed? This is this is is this the. The the village full of um, conspiracy theorists that were plotting to to destroy five G radio masts. So let me let me I'll, I'll just go through some of the stories. They here did not them. describe so five... them as like Aryan supremacists or something. <laughs> right. So here's here's how the BBC have framed it. Okay. So here we go. It's a uh, York anti-vaccine protester jailed over phone mask plot. And, and really this focuses on the woman, despite the fact they were both jailed. So mm -hmm. I don't know why it's more news. And in fact, the guy was jailed for far longer than she was. Uh, but, but I don't know why the news is focusing on her, but it is. So an anti-treatment conspiracy theorist has been sentenced to 12 months in prison for plotting to destroy 5G masks. Christine Grayson, age 60 joined an online chat group in 2021 after becoming obsessed with the belief they were linked to the Kuf treatment. Leeds Crown Court heard she was a grandmother of previously good character who will be released after spending nine months on remand. Her co-defendant, and I don't, this is why I don't get why the news is focused on her. Is it simply because she's a woman? Because yeah, listen to this one. Her co-defendant, Darren Reynolds, also 60, was also jailed for terror offences. Reynolds of Newbold Crescent, Sheffield, has been cleared of conspiracy to commit criminal damage in relation to 5G masks, but found guilty of terrorism offences. He was jailed for 12 years with an additional year on licence after being found guilty of offences linked to his extreme right-wing, anti-Semitic and racist views. What terror offences? I'm trying to work that out. The court heard both defendants were strongly opposed to the rollout of the 5G network, but Grayson had discussed getting rid of the mobile foam masks with expanding foam and angle grinders. She was found guilty of conspiracy to commit criminal damage while Reynolds was cleared of that charge. He was found guilty of eight terrorist offences. The court heard Reynolds discussed armed uprising and advocated violence towards people he called traitors. His comments included describing Parliament as a nest of, I'm not going to say that, 
Um, and repeatedly calling for MPs to be... Uh, I'm not going to say that either. Held to account? Uh, yeah, with a noose. His defence uh, claimed his actions were no more than free speech gone completely wrong and the line crossed. It does sound um, like... I mean, right, let's be honest here because that sounds a bit like free speech, okay? Yep. You know... Because you're entitled to say effectively what you like. It's not as if, and, and and I may be wrong, but did he actually threaten anyone or did he just say what he'd like to do? Because, and hear me out here, people say this every day, every hour, every minute on things like Twitter and Facebook of what they'd like to do to certain people. You know, and, and I don't just mean far right, and or far left. I mean, loads of people say these things on, on social media platforms yeah. all the time, right? Yeah. So the question is, are you going to lock all these people up? Because if that's the case, then there is no free speech. I mean, really, we don't live in a free country. This is nothing about no. terrorism. This is, this is just... Overreach by the government. If if he had made overt threats and plans, that's a different story. Yeah, but okay? you, they haven't detailed but anything I, of that. No, right? I, I can't say whether or not he did because I simply don't have the details in front of me. But if this has um, been if this has been to court, there'll be a judgment and the if it's not been reported of what he's actually if he's if it's just been reported as terror offences and they're not spelling it out then that, to me, reeks off, you know, we'll just make an example of this guy. Yeah, perhaps, perhaps. And maybe uh, maybe the news focuses on the woman so that they can use the terms anti-vaxxer and 5G conspiracy theorist as, you know, and this is putting my tinfoil hat on for a minute, but as a warning to other people who think that way. Now... You, you know us on this show, we're very pro-choice. We don't care what you do with your body, it's your body. You can get whatever treatments or, or not well, go, get whatever treatments right. you want. But the thing is, uh, uh, that, that's got nothing to do with this case. Her no, views but, on uh, that have nothing to do with this case, do they? Well, well her views on, on actually... No, but they don't have anything to do, to do with what she was planning to do, right? She got found guilty well, you, of trying to bring down 5G. That's got nothing to do with the fact that, you know, she 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 does or doesn't believe in a, a particular course of treatment. Uh, actually, it has everything to do with it because she believes that the course of treatment... But not as far as 5G. the case goes. It doesn't matter okay. to the it doesn't matter to the court what her particular views are. What matters mm -hmm. is she planned to do something, right? And mm. she got found guilty of that, which is fine. But this other mm -hmm. guy maybe doesn't have those views and didn't get found guilty because obviously he didn't plan to do that. Oh. So what did he what did he do that he found guilty of? And he, that's he not been explained in the article, has it? No, but I did see some photographs uh, in, in a different post of uh, a load of, and I did see it reported as well, he had a load of replica weapons like AK-47s and stuff in his house. So 
perhaps he'd been making overt threats or he'd been making plans but like you said it's not been detailed enough for us to properly report on it because we simply don't yeah, know and so this is supposed to be our BBC verified national broadcaster and they're not giving us the details required to form an opinion on whether or not his sentence is justified um so so how how are we supposed to come to that conclusion all we can do is report on what's happened but i believe the story here was his case you know the man convicted yeah, but, of eight terror offenses yeah but they've, um, they've changed it to hers because you can they can put a a slur on her and, and they can put a slur on her and they can put a, you know they can put a granny's face front and center mm -hmm. and it, it's it's all about it's all about optics. It's all about yeah. perspective. Right. Um, yeah. Now, now, you know, I I think this five G stuff is nuts. I think these five. That's just my my personal opinion. I I don't think people should go out and tear down five G masks. In fact, I've been running this sh these shows off five G for years. I think it's a convenient tool. It might be dangerous. <laughs> it might fry my brain. I don't know. Right. Um, I don't know. Right. Okay. So what you got you got to remember that 5G is just on, it's just on it's on the electromagnetic spectrum just like everything else is okay yeah and it's just basically everything's light but we can only see a small part of it we can only see the visible yeah. light spectrum so 5G is yeah. on that spectrum it's just you know uh, slightly lower down I think so when you think about the 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 gigahertz or whatever it is that 5G runs on, okay? Mm -hmm. The sun puts out terahertz of frequency. And yes. you go out in the sun every day. Mm -hmm. Right? But that that it's it's so far higher up the scale than 5G is that if anything's gonna damage you, it's gonna be the sun. Or or beyond, you know, when then you then get into radiation, and, like gamma radiation and, yes, and stuff like that. And yes, this does apply to the Sun newspaper too. You know, <laughs> yeah, they are a damaging but, piece of crap. But yeah, but so the the frequencies and and natural and the natural sources of radiation are way way higher and much more yeah. intense than used in five G. Yeah, yeah. Um, I I don't disbelieve you at all. I don't, um, like I said, I've been, uh, I don't know, I'm already screwed, right? I take more medication, my daily dose of medication would stop most people's hearts, and that's not an exaggeration, right? I am I am loopy and not out of my tree and on stuff all of the time, so I don't think a little bit of radiation is going to make a damn bit of difference, to be honest. No. But Again, it's all down to frequency, and the, the higher the frequency and the more power behind it, the more damage it can technically do to your cells right and mm. and, I, and when you look at the difference between what where 5g is in the spectrum and where the sun and then proper you know ionizing radiation is like gamma and all that x-ray that yeah. kind of stuff they are so far up the scale that you know there's, there's just no comparison no comparison speaking of Speaking of being off the scale with no comparison, what the hell's going on at the Tour de France? <laughs> so the sporting body appear to have made some, let's just say, questionable scientific decisions. 
interesting scientific yeah, decisions. Well, because I'm not quite sure what they're basing their thinking on, but they've asked people to to start wearing face coverings. So would you like me to read you? Uh, I'm yeah. looking at the article right now from Cycling News. Would you like me to? Yeah, to, I, I actually, I actually, I actually prepared for this show, John. I've, I've, I've got articles and that ready. So the Tour de France organisers have drawn up a new COUF protocol, despite the fact that no other place in France does anything of the sort. Anyhow, for this year's race, by trying to limit the risk of infection inside the peloton. With riders, teams, staff and officials set to wear the old face coverings at sign-on and in the team paddock, while riders will be banned from signing autographs. <laughs> and, and they're banned from going outside of their hotel to eat. They've got to stay in their hotel to eat. Um, they're banned from mixing with the public and they're encouraged to maintain social distancing. Uh, they've also um, stopped access to the team paddocks to the media and VIP guests. So it's, it's, in, I don't understand, right, help me out here. Just help right. me, help me, help so me understand. I, I, I don't, there is nothing to understand here because we've got to the situation where people have, they seem to have grasped onto something that doesn't that doesn't make sense because you cannot live your life in fear of catching mm. a virus. Anything. You know, any no, virus. you can't. You can't you can't live your life like that. I mean what what would you do? You're gonna end up like the boy in the bubble. You're gonna end up like Howard Hughes. You're gonna be sanitizing everything and not touching anyone and not letting anyone come near you. And and the human race is effectively going to die out if everyone behaved like that. It's untenable. You just can't do it. You can't sustain that kind of thing. And the thing is, you'll make yourself ill by not exposing yourself to natural pathogens and things that your immune Abs system absolutely. is perfectly capable of dealing with. But if you leave your immune system untouched for longer and longer and longer, it's going to find it harder and harder to work. And eventually something will get you. So you're, you're probably bringing about your early demise by not living life. That's what it's for. Uh, it's called life because you're meant to live it. And, and let, me, let, me, let me say something here. And I'm, I'm not sure that I've ever actually made this clear. And I think I do need to make this clear. Because as a, as a left-winged or centre-left libertarian, I believe in... Free, personal freedom, personal autonomy, and people having the right to choose to, to be, do, sleep with, pray to, whatever, whoever they want. But that doesn't mean that I don't support people who choose to do things like cover their faces. Because if people are making that choice for themselves, and they are saying, this is what I want to do, this is my comfort blanket, this is what makes me feel good and makes me feel capable, fill your boots. You go and do what you need to do for you. Because I believe in your right to choose. What I do not believe in is somebody else's right to force you. I'm sorry, 
that that's where my line is and i think that the the situations like this and in france cross that line when they're not just forcing you to you know use non-medical intervention shall we say but they're also forcing you to essentially live as a prisoner in your hotel. Well, yes, and it's good that you've brought that up because the Telegraph today, and I don't know why it's taken them so long to realise this, but the Telegraph today said lockdown benefits were a drop in the bucket compared to the costs to the economy. What do you mean? To the people. I'm just... We still have to be very careful about talking about this, but I will say this. That's what the mainstream media have reported today. Why do you think across several Twitter accounts, tens of thousands of people chose to follow me? It's because I told them these truths from Word Dot. I never did anything conspiratorial. I just looked at the risk versus benefit. So I did a basic risk assessment. Yeah, and, and, and to be honest, let's... Stop banging the drum here because we know we yeah. know about this. Yeah, I mean, we do. Let's move on, right? So, Eco yeah. Warriors made a statement today, and and I'm a bit confused, right? <laughs> so there's flooding in Haiti now. You get flooding occasionally, like Emily was flooded. You know, they they couldn't have the Grand Prix because it was flooded. Mm. You know, Italy has had some pretty bad floods. I've seen bad floods in Cornwall and places like that. You know, floods happen occasionally. Remember when, like, the whole north, the north-west uh, of of, um, of England was underwater? I do. Yeah, so floods happen, right? Because it rains sometimes and it doesn't stop. And, you know, ground gets saturated and floods happen. So anyway, so there's a guy clinging onto what appears to be a table or a fridge or something as he's getting swept in yeah. the river. So and and the 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 um the comment is this is what happens in a warming world, right? Warmer okay. atmosphere is a thirsty atmosphere sucking up more and more moisture and leaving dry parched conditions ripe for drought and wildfires. Uh-huh. But at the same time, holds more moisture, creating even more deluge and floods. <laughs> so this is this is literally have your cake and eat it, isn't it? <laughs> I'll tell you why that is. It's because these people don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> I think you may. They be don't right. know. They don't know what they're talking about. They've never known what they're talking about. And for the most part, the stuff that they quote are from people or groups of people who have sat there over the last God knows how many decades creating models of things that are going to happen that never appear to happen. Yeah. So, I mean, that's just the facts. Those are the facts of the situation when it comes to that certain lobby. Now, are we saying there's no climate change? No, absolutely not. Of course there is. Like climate changes. But these people and the predictions they make never come true. Now, it's the boy who cried wolf. And at what point do people stop believing there's a wolf? Because yeah. right now, right now, it seems every government on the planet is, is so scared of the damn wolf that they think they're going to be eaten. Either that or they know. They know what what the most 
the most basic of common sense tells you, and they're using it to feather their own nest and control the population. Yeah. So um, a German physicist has pointed out that there's been a study from NASA which says that wind turbines cause local warming and less precipitation. Okay. <laughs> so Basically, what they're saying is wind turbines are short. And he's, he's saying that more studies needed before installing even more of them. And, and he could be onto something because a lot of them get installed in farmland or near farmland or around farmland. And if that's the case and they stop it raining that would have a detrimental effect on the production of the the crops surely i would i would suggest that you are correct sir i would suggest that you are indeed correct now before we start looking i've got a little bit more right so i was actually going to say to you before we start looking at the trolls do we have anything more to yeah, uh, I've, I've got a little bit that. more about lettuce. So, oh. <laughs> no appeals. <laughs> I absolutely despise lettuce, so if it's dying oh, out... That's good. That's good, because apparently lettuce... <laughs> apparently lettuce produces three times more greenhouse gas emissions than bacon. It's got to go! <laughs> got to go! So, I'll tell you what... So, so come the on, last, climate activists! Let's last, do it! In the last week, we found lettuce produces more more greenhouse gas than bacon, right? And plant-based meat produces, what, three times more ga- greenhouse gas emissions than growing a cow and eating it. So there seems to be a bit of confusion here. Do you think maybe that people are trying to do things too quickly without really understanding the climate? Because I'll be honest here. We don't have a great record of understanding how the climate system actually works when it comes to forecasting what's going to happen tomorrow. Never mind what's going to happen in a hundred years. All right, that's it, John. <laughs> Get me an orange high vis. I've just started a new protest organisation. We're going to go out in the fields. No just, more stop <laughs> just, just stop letting. Just stop letting. Just stop letting. Just stop letting. Indeed. I'm in. I'm in, guys. Come on, let's do it. Right. Um, did you want to start winding <laughs> up? <laughs> you know I'm making a sign between now and Wednesday for the back wall. Yeah. You, right. know, you know I'm doing it. Um, there's another problem. Electric cars are causing consternation now. Okay. Because apparently they're too heavy. Right? And they're and they're <laughs> call, they're calling for them to be banned from multi story car parks. Is that because of how many batteries are in them? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> just, so so they'll fill them up with batteries. So potentially well there are sixty thousand mobile multi story car parks in the UK. And if you fill them up with electric cars, you're putting an awful lot of weight on a structure that was designed in the 60s and 70s when cars were substantially lighter than they are now. 
right? Even even the ice cars are are much heavier than they were in the in the sixties and seventies. So you're asking these structures to support the weight of these electric vehicles, which is quite substantial. Just stop electric cars. <laughs> Just stop electric cars. So um, so there you go. Um, and remember, there was a, a multi-story in New York collapsed. <laughs> yes. Quite recently. I don't yes. know if that had something to do with us. And, 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 if, if we're going to go... If, I, I know where... The Just Stop Electric Cars movement should start, John. Yeah. We should start in Stoke. <laughs> so many car parks. That's true. That's true. Take your pick. Take your pick. Now, um, but here's my last entry for this evening, um, if, if, if you will. So Swi- I will. Switzerland have voted to, to make cocaine legal. Now, it still has to be 